This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take your business to the next level. Get ready to ride along on our inaugural Summer Road Tour, powered by Echo and their amazing lineup of products, online at echo-usa.com. We are traveling the country, talking with green industry leaders, discovering best practices and practical strategies to maximize profits. Now, here's your host, Paul Jamison. All right, we're back on the road. I am made it successfully to Virginia, and uh, I'm here with my friend Will Rice. What's up? Shout-outs to The Almonds, Caleb and Brittany, for sponsoring today's episode. And, Will, did you sign up for the GIE Plus Expo yet? I did. Who's, I still need to book my hotel. But. Whose promo code did you use when you signed up? Oh, gosh, I don't even remember. All right. Well, if you want to get 50% off, you can use the promo code Paul. And uh, before July 24th, which I don't know. Well, it's, it's coming up what's soon. What's today? Today's the 19th. 19th yeah. So, yeah, so five gotta, days. Yeah. Boy, you got to do it by the 24th. Friday. So, four days. Yeah. I think that's Friday. To register, and you can um, be a part of that $5,000 shopping You experience. said 24th? Yeah. Friday. There you go. 2020. We'll have people listening to this in 2021 yeah. and 2022. So how awesome. We are in the hotel room here. Uh, We're going to do the podcast in your shop. That was the original plan. But it's hot. It's 100 <laughs> degrees outside. Not a joke. Maybe yeah, it's, now it's, it's like it's 8:45, and right now it's 89 degrees. Real feel 96. Yeah. So I was like, "How about we crank the AC?" I've had a long day. We start. I started out first thing in the morning and drove up to North Carolina. Interviewed Mitchell Gordy. Then drove here. You showed me your shop and yeah. uh, grabbed some Chipotle and uh, just relax and listen, jamming out some music here and oh uh, yeah. Do a little podcast. So Will Rice, you've been on the show before. You shared your twelve thousand dollar mower. <laughs> I well, still have it. I didn't see it. Where was it? It's actually at a friend of mine's girlfriend's house. He's a really good friend of mine. He helped me through high school. He's commercial electrician, but he still helps actually both me and Zach, the guy that we uh, share the shop with. And uh, I just told him, I'm like, I barely use this thing since I switched over to the standards. So take it over there. Use it. If I need it, I'll come get it, which I, I use it on uh, one property once a month and another property every other week, just cause they're bigger. Yeah. Um, and not as comfortable to cut on the standards, but I, I still do use it. I just keep it over there for him to use it, to get used other than just sitting, taking up space and collecting dust yeah. and whatnot. You won so. that at the GIE. What brand was it? Kubota. Yeah. It's 12, a Kubota Z781, uh, 60 inch. Yeah. There you go. And big shout-outs to Echo for making this haul possible. We hooked you up with some magnets and some oh, goodies yeah. today. A nice little Echo camouflage hat for you. Sitting right over there. Yeah, it looks good with those sunglasses. <laughs> and uh, you like the, the old Camry. But we uh, oh, <laughs> got yeah. the Echo vehicle, man. I've been like, people are staring at me all day long driving up here. And then I realized, oh, they're looking at, you know, the, the Echo. magnets. Yeah. They're probably wondering what it is. Yeah. Well, we made it. So... What's been going on, man? We've been talking off air about your business. You got about 45 weekly we, counts, but 80 well, total when you throw in I've your got, bi-weeklies. Well, I've got, it's about 80, 
384, but I do anywhere from yeah, about 45 to 55 a week, uh, depending on the week. Uh, Obviously, yeah. And I cut four days a week. So I do Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday for grass cutting. Um, and then Friday is normally the landscape day mm-hmm. um, or like a weather delay day. So if it rains one day or whatever, I just push everything back an extra day. And whatever was scheduled for Friday um, would either go to Saturday, which I try not to do. Like if it's on a deadline, if I have to get it done by a certain time, I'll move it to Saturday and work a Saturday. Otherwise, I'll push it to the following and Friday. Tell, how old are you now? Uh, 22. Okay. I'll be 23 the week after GIE. And you're living with your parents, saving money. Yeah, saving up for a house, which I'm, it's, they're super supportive, super awesome. I don't pay rent to live there, which is great. I just have to do what they asked me to do, which isn't much. Um, yeah. And obviously, I keep up with the lawn, so it's not like, <laughs> hey, Will, you need to cut the grass. Well, you ever see the painter's house, though? It needs painted. It's like my buddy Kenny. Hey, I'm, I'm trying to get my yard to look half decent. Yeah, my buddy Kenny, man, he had a big old company, and uh, his wife would always get on. I'm like, our yard looks like crap. And they're like, <laughs> he takes care of these, you know, multi million dollar homes. I always yeah. joke with them. I go to his house, I'm like, man, Kenny, need to borrow my weed eater, my guy, because he's so busy. Boy, the thing is, his shop is on the uh, by the neighborhood he works in, mm-hmm. so the only you know he has to make a special yeah. trip to his house to do it because he doesn't have the equipment in his house. Uh, yeah, but. and I mean, I have some at my I store some stuff at my house, um, but not stuff that I use on a regular basis. And I'm in my neighborhood on Tuesdays, so I normally if the grass needs to be cut, I'll cut it on a Tuesday, um, and let that be it because I'll come through there and end at my house on a Tuesday or whatever and. Um, either just keep the trailer at my house or take it back to the shop or however. And Yeah, you got a really cool shop. It was funny. We're at Chipotle, and, and we're going through the line. Normally, like, you want rice? You want beans? What yeah. do you want? And, and the then, guy's like, you boys mechanics? <laughs> I was like, what the heck? Do we look like mechanics? Uh, I had a question about my truck. Like, <laughs> it was just so bizarre. Because, I mean, I have my Echo Golf shirt on. You got a Will's long. Lawn Service. Yeah. He's like, you boys mechanics? <laughs> I mean, and this isn't like a dirty shirt no. or anything like that. I don't I, I got don't know. the beard. You know that. Echo hat, the, that's probably what gave it away. It that, looks, that looks kind of dirty. Well, it's ca- not it's dirty, camo. but it's a camo. And I yeah. got my beard. I don't know. It was just weird because he stopped. He's like, You boys, mechanics. Welcome to mechanics. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Poop, poop, poop. <laughs> oh. So, but when you think of a 22 year old living in their parents, you, you think of a negative connotation like they're playing video games all day. Yeah. You're crushing it, dude. You're doing 80 accounts, 45 a week. Yeah. You're working Monday through Friday, sometimes, unfortunately, Saturday. Saturdays. That's not the game plan, but it yeah, happens. It happens. And no, then I got to have some time. Sunday, off. you go to church and you do a little maintenance in the afternoon, not maintenance yeah. on the equipment. Yeah, just. Sharpening blades, oil changes, whatever repairs might need to be done. Obviously, if it's a more, if it's not like if it if a mower rolls, it's hour for an oil change. I'll just do it over the weekend. But like if it's something more drastic, like something breaks and I need the mower, obviously I'm gonna fix it during the week. Yeah. Um, but just like little repairs and stuff like that, I normally just tell do it on the tell us the story. I you got Skag everywhere, Echo. What what's kind of been your you know why you choose the brands you do? Um. Dealer support, really. Mm -hmm. So my dealer, we actually, oh gosh, we have so many deal like power lawn equipment dealers around us. Um, but the one I've found a good connection with and the one I've pretty much dealt with through the entire, um, time that I've run my business. Um, they're about 20 minutes away. They do 
Steel, Echo, Toro, Skag. Um, that actually, I think, is pretty much the bigger brands. They do like some yeah. snap. You they have do a like bunch Snapper of, you, and you MTD. Have, you have stuff. a bunch of Skag. Um, yeah. V rides or what? Uh, I've got a 61 V ride 2 that I bought in April and a 48 uh, V ride 1, the original one that I bought back in 2017, 2018. Uh, I think it was 2017. Um, but I've just, I've found to be a little more comfortable on the standards. Now, obviously, I still have the Kubota, which is a rider that I do use on the larger properties. It's kind of like you find the like what works for you and whatnot and um skags just seem to cut the best in our area um whether it be uh i've found they do the best in wet conditions uh they don't clump out as much as other mowers that i've 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 got a toro z master as well that i run um that got moved to a backup when i won that kubota um and i bought the skag this year just because i wanted to go to all standards because it's more comfortable especially on my back trying to kind of think into the future a little bit like i don't want to have back problems in 10 years yeah so and then you showed it you guys gotta watch this video i'll put out soon he showed off all your your shop all your equipment your trailers and uh PB eighty tens everywhere. You had like what four or five PB eighty tens? We've got four. I've got two. Zach has two. Um, and then we run all the uh, twenty six. And, and Zach, for those who don't know Zach, you own your own business. Will yeah, Lawn Zach Service. owns his as well. But you share the shop, yeah. so it's just loaded with yeah, equipment everywhere. And I was nervous. I was like, dude, how, like, how in the world do you protect that against theft? Because that's tens of thousands. I mean, that's over a hundred grand probably in there. I mean, you add up all the mowers and all yeah. this stuff. I mean, tens I mean, and thousands the of dollars. Door, the door gets locked, and we've got deadbolts and everything on there. It's a really safe area. The cops, we've got police officers that patrol the area on a regular basis. Um, and uh, all the trailers get locked up at night. And so, I mean, um, we thought about doing cameras, but we don't have internet or anything there. So we're, like, trying to figure something out. I know there's options out you, there. You have insurance on everything, yeah. though? Yeah. Yeah, because man, in Atlanta, it's just like it's it's getting crazy right now. Oh yeah, I've, I know it's, it's getting crazy. The whole world is crazy. Well, Richmond is crazy too, and they're like ten minutes down the road. Yeah, but it's just like that. I mean, we work yeah. so hard to accumulate this equipment. What we've got, and you got to really know. We, you know, we had a guy on the show um, down in Miami, my guy Paul, and uh, mm-hmm. he had a brand new right mower. Did you hear this story? Mm-hmm. A, he had a brand new right mower. And, it's, and it was on his trailer, mm-hmm. and he had a truck, all right? And he had he was running the Home Depot or wherever, and he had three employees on the job site. Yeah. And they call him, and they say, hey, boss, we went to the front yard, and the truck's gone. Oh. And the trailer and the mower. He's like, ha, 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 ha. He thought they were playing with them. And they're mm-hmm. like, no, 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 boss, where'd you take the truck? And he's like, I didn't take the truck. Like, you know, I'm a Home Depot oh or whatever. Gosh. And long story short, somebody came and stole the truck. With the trailer and the the brand new right mower on, I could not imagine. That. And and he, and my guy Paul didn't have insurance, and so the mm. the ta- I mean, my heart was breaking. Why? Tell me the story. Oh, yeah. I'm thinking the whole time, like, well, he had insurance. I mean, I've know, got I've got deductible like theft and fire insurance yeah, on so all you, the equipment, and so you, obviously full coverage on the trucks and trailers. So and then but, renters insurance. But still, you just just me looking at that shop because yeah. like Mitchell's shop because I it's I at went, his house. It's at his house, and he's got a state highway patrol 
car yeah, parked. Yeah, so, I like, mean, that's a good you, you got right Yeah, there. you got to go past the state highway patrol car just to you'd get into his backyard where he has a suite set up. Yeah, um, you'd have to be pretty ballsy to do something like that. And then it's at his house. So yeah. it's like the dog, he's got a really cool dog, and uh, the dog's going to start barking and everything. Yeah. But I'm just worried when I see something like that where you, the setup oh, you it, have. It was like, it was nerve-wracking when we first moved in just because we had both kept our stuff at our houses. Yeah. Um, and really the reason I have that shop, uh, like I was telling you a little bit ago is I got a notice from the County being zoned in a residential zone, can't run a business. So I basically, I could have kept this smaller equipment there. I just had to move the trailers, but might as well have found a shop somewhere to work out of. But it was, it was really ner- And I, I asked Zach, I was like, Hey, do you want to, try and find something together that we can split we can both work out of it's somewhere to keep our stuff because at the time he was um leaving his job as a mechanic to go full-time into lawn care so he was going to need somewhere to take all his mechanics tools anyway um and to store his extra stuff and trailers and whatnot so and the guy we rent from is actually a customer of his but i mean it was it was nerve-wracking at first because like we were so used to having everything at our houses and being able to see it. And like, obviously we'd have some idea if somebody was coming to take stuff mm-hmm. um, or get some indication. And with it being offsite, it was kind of a little nerve wracking, but I mean, we do the best we can to lock everything up and mm-hmm. obviously have the stuff insured. And like I was saying, it's a well patrolled area by our local police department. So yeah, we had, I, I used to live on 35 acres with the family <laughs> And uh, they had they owned a landscaping company, mm-hmm. so they had a tour of Dingo, and they have they have a big old pool barn. It's awesome. Yeah. But we kept all of our stuff in there. Yeah. And there, you got to go down this long drive. I mean, it's scary to yeah. go down this long driveway through the woods to get back there. There ain't no one ever gonna yeah steal anything. However, like behind the property, there is a neighborhood, and we saw this one guy kind of. We'd see him kind of peeking over his fence and. And had all the equipment out. Well, anyway, long story short, he ended up coming in there and taking a bunch of the weed eaters, hedge trimmers. We knew exactly who it was. Yeah. So we went over and confronted him like, hey, you stole our... No, I don't know. You know, like the guy was obviously the only person that could have... Yeah. That would even know how to get there from the back entrance or whatever. And we saw... Anyway. Yeah. You just got to be on your toes with that because it's... uh, And I mean, we could do game cameras and stuff like that. But I mean, is that really going to do you any good? over like an actual security system. Well, I think, I mean, I'm just honestly, well, I'm nervous for you because uh, just seeing that. We are but, too. But getting, but, uh, getting, once you get your house, you yeah. know, I hope in the backyard you can fence yeah, something and, in and that way. Yeah, exactly. Get you a nice barking dog. If anybody <laughs> shows up, you know. Or at least t- fence it in and put cameras up. Yeah, at 2 a.m., Yeah, you know, say, hey, I'm Will Rice. Get out of here, <laughs> you know. Look at those guns. You've been working out. I Those guess. bicep guns. I don't, I, don't, I don't work out. I just work outside. <laughs> yeah. But you really don't work out? No. Okay. I don't. I just, it, it, I'm just, yeah. I guess naturally it's, stocky, I guess. I don't, yeah, I don't it's, know. It's uh, working outside, man. You get uh, some Manual muscles. labor is the best workout you can get. Yeah. So as a 22-year-old kid, what have you learned? What year did you start your business? Uh, legally, 2016. But I'd been, that was when I turned 18 and could actually... I had to come off of my parents' taxes as I couldn't be a dependent or anything like that anymore. So I had to obviously file for myself. So um, this is your fifth year kind of running it, fourth or fifth uh, year running it I legit? Guess technically fourth. Okay. Because I filed taxes 17, 18, 19, 
20. We're at 20 fourth, now. I guess fourth or fifth. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but, um, I mean, I, I did that. And um, it's been, I mean, it's been a really good journey so far. I mean, last year I made the most I've ever made, but I've also had, I also had to spend the most I've ever had to spend. Just, it was an expensive year last year. Um, and I was, I think I was working way too much. Um, I was still, so rev- I still revenue a, was booming last year, but the expenses, yeah, expenses were crazy. I, I, I went through some tires on trucks and trailers and mowers and all that fun stuff last year. Um, but I mean, that's, it's been, a, it, I've, I've grew, I grew up with this fascination for lawnmowers and lawn equipment. So I figured, well, why not make something out of it? But I mean, I, I started pretty much, I, I mean, I would do stuff around the neighborhood as a kid, sort of in middle school, whatnot, couldn't drive yet, obviously. Um, and then got my learner's permit and my dad would go out with me on a Saturday. He'd just sit in the truck and take a nap while I did the work. But mm-hmm. it, 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 I mean, it, it got me around. I made money and all that stuff. I just, I was, I would drive the truck, but I obviously couldn't go out on my own cause I didn't have my license. And obviously once I got my license that summer kicked off like that and I was doing, what grade were you in when you got a, your license? Um, sophomore year. So you're a sophomore in high school, and you love mowers, and you, yeah. you did you already kind of know I want to have my own lawn business? Full oh, time? I mean, I had already had it going, and I was doing like before I got my light or my learners, and even I think even before I got my learners, my dad would drive me around to just mainly. I got stuff from like people at church, people my parents worked with, um, stuff like that, and I would just go out on a Saturday, Saturday, a and Sunday kid. afternoon, and go cut grass and make money doing that so then you get your driver's license and and when you graduated high school you're like let's well i I went to the local community college um for three semesters um and uh by that point it was like one year went by that would have been the first year out of high school i didn't quite have a full schedule yet and i was actually helping a friend of mine a couple days a week just because i didn't have a full schedule either Mm-hmm. Um, and I do morning classes two days a week and night classes two days a week, uh, just one class, um, each day or whatever. And, uh, I did that for three semesters. I did a fall, a spring, and then a fall. And then that following spring, I was just like, I don't have time for this. I've got a full schedule now. I like, and you're making money. Yeah, I exactly. Mean- and now I did go back over last winter to do the pesticide training class for yeah, spray yeah, yeah. and yards. Yeah. Um, so here in Virginia, I don't know if it varies state to state or what, but here in Virginia, obviously you have to be licensed to spray, uh, like pesticides, fertilizer, all that stuff. Cause there's like record keeping and whatnot. Oh yeah. And we're in the, uh, Chesapeake, uh, Bay watershed area, which is like a environmentally protected area. So like they have a bunch of stuff that goes into it. Is uh, there some, keeping. I was looking at the map when I was, I was bored out of my mind driving <laughs> eight hours today. So I'm watching, I don't blame you. I'm watching my map. So there's the Atlantic Ocean, yeah. which is pretty close to here. How far is that? Uh, I guess the closest major beach that I can think of would be Virginia Beach. Yeah, but just to drive here. to the ocean, um, I mean, it's right on the on the map. It looked like I could throw a baseball in here. <laughs> it was close. I get, it, it really depends where you are from here. I'd say probably about two hours to Virginia Beach. Okay, but, I, but it looked, when I was looking at that, that's south. Though. When I was looking on the map, yeah. I could see the 
the Where ocean you, right there. Would you there. come up 95? 85. 85. But but listen. I've never I don't know if I've ever been down 85. But listen, Will, when I'm looking on the map of the ocean, mm-hmm. there is a there's water that was coming inland. And it looked like it came pro- all the way here. So, we do have a lot of rivers coming in off of the bay. Um, yeah. that might have been what it was. Yeah, I mean it looked uh, like we've it got, came like, the all the way- James River, York River, uh that kind of like just major major rivers and Is that like is that. that ocean water or is that uh, turns into a fra- different- I think it's fresh water. Okay. It's from Chesapeake Bay, which feeds in off of the Atlantic and then the rivers feed off of that. So I mean, we do we are in like they call it the watershed area. Um, but I mean, we've got a lot of rivers and stuff around here. Okay. Like going to Naylor's tomorrow to do his interview, you'll probably, you'll go over the James river. Um, really? yeah. If you go the way that I'm imagining your GPS will take you, you'll All go right. over the James river. Um, and that's fresh water. And I actually go fishing out there quite frequently. So, yeah. Uh, but I mean, we've got a bunch of lakes, a bunch of rivers and stuff around here just being kind of, we're far from the coast, but we're close enough to the coast that we've got all those bodies of water coming in off. Um, so yeah, that's, that's cool. Now let me ask you this. So 22 years old, fourth, fourth, fourth year, kind of full, full time. What have you learned? What's been that biggest lesson you've learned now that you're like, I mean, you feel like you're a seasoned vet now. <laughs> Not looking really. back, Well, just looking at your yeah. shop and to accumulate all of that. I mean, you guys, he had mowers everywhere, you know, the, I would say the hardest thing, for me to learn was how to say no. Mm. Just like, uh, and I think this is true for everybody starting out unless you're like, quote, I wasn't like, I mean, I had people that I knew did this, but I didn't actually have like a mentor. It was kind of just hit the ground running, figure it out for myself. Um, Well, Naylor seems like he's been around for a while, kind of. Yeah. Um, But I mean, my, my biggest thing was learning how to say no. Um, I, I, bit off more than I can chew more times than I can count. Um, obviously underbid jobs and stuff. And just, I, I would take on so much and I wouldn't have time to do it all. Uh, well, I mean, I would make time to do it all, but I was working seven, what felt like eight days a week <laughs> trying yeah. to get everything done. And I was like, I can't do this anymore. So when, when you, you came to the realization about the pricing, have you corrected that? Yeah. Now are you still in process oh, yeah. or it's all profitable now? Yeah. Well, you were telling me your mulch prices all yeah. fair that, you know, 125 bucks a yard, you buy it for 20 bucks for yeah, exactly. up to your first four, then you charge a hundred bucks after that. Yeah. Mowing, what do you, I haven't seen your properties yet. Um, um, but, I mean, everything varies, but I mean, I'm trying to get stuff at least to 55 as a minimum. Obviously I've got it because starting out, I was doing like 40, 45 bucks, stuff like mm-hmm. that. So I'm trying to get them over the next couple of years, raise them five bucks mm-hmm. a year or whatever until they get to that point. Um, and I also, I've got a couple properties that I'm going to end up keeping, but I'm trying to get rid of everything that I got to use a push mower for. If I can't get my 48 on it, I don't want it. Mm. If I can get the 48 or the 61 on it, great. If I have to use a push mower to get through a gate or something, I don't want it. So if, if they call you out or the neighbor's like, hey, can you come give me a quote? And you notice I'm not going to be able to do it with my 48. You'll just say, hey, I'm sorry. I can't yeah. maintain this property. So that's awesome, Will. Yeah. That's so good. I hope you young guys just, listen just to this. push mowing is like, I mean, and the market and the lawns are all different for everybody. But I mean, I've got, like we were saying, I've got 80 some lawns and I only push mow. Um, I've got, let's see here, one every other Monday. Um 
Tuesday I've got an apartment complex which I won't get rid of. Um so I'll I'll obviously keep that, but I do have to use a push mower there. Uh Wednesday I have one that's full service that I'd probably won't get rid of, but I only have to push mow the front and it's small. Uh Thursday I do have a couple of smaller ones that I plan on getting rid of next year just because they're not as profitable as some of the other ones. Um, and they're just a pain to cut. I don't really enjoy them anymore anyway. So I'm trying to get down to maybe when it's all said and done, I might have three places that I still got. And, and let mow. me clarify. Well, I'm, I'm not against push mowing. Yeah. We do a lot of push mowing because in Georgia, you got, you got over a million people that live in our County. Yeah. Like it's like the houses are, the they're houses are big, stamp lawns. but yeah, they're, you know, when the neighbors are fighting yeah. next door, you, you know, you can See, hear them. I've uh, got properties that range from a quarter acre up to four or five acres. What I was praising you on is is you were saying learning to say no. You know the efficiency of, of okay, I, I've invested in the 48-inch. Yeah. I invested in, what's the, the other 61. one? 61. Mm-hmm. And you know what your efficiency is. You know what your unique, you know, business is set up for. Yeah. Like Caleb always says, efficiency is everything. Yeah. So why waste your time pushing that 30-inch mower when you can easily get a yard that yeah. you can run the 48 on and I, and save I, your I health saw, I saw and a money. post on Instagram today from Chant um, about however you say his name. <laughs> I don't know. I used to call him <laughs> Chant one day. He's a real kind. He's like, it's Chant. Oh, uh, okay. Well, it's I, really I saw like a post, Chant Lisa Vagasio. Yeah. yeah. I, I, saw, I saw a post from him. Um, it was today. I don't remember if he posted it today about one. It was a yard he used to put last on his list uh, because he had to push mow it and he eventually told the customer, look, it's either I'm going to put my 48 on this and cut your yard, or you're going to have to find somebody else. And I, I was like, that's me. That's, that's, yeah. yeah. And, and you got to understand it's all where you live. Cause where yeah. I live, you, it's a lot of 30 inch, you know, push mowing. And then where Julio Tomei lives, yeah. that's all he does. It, it's it's, push mow. He lives in Vancouver and it's, I look at these yards. I'm like, you could go out there with a pair of scissors. I mean, yeah, the yards exactly. are small, but that's no. You know, I mean, that's I do the most have, efficient like, way to do some of those. these. Some of these quarter acre lawns, I'll still put a sixty one on, just because. I mean, a lot of guys are like, "Oh, doing a mower that big is going to scalp." I'm like, "No, it's not if you know how to run it and be efficient at it." And it's just buzz through, cut everything, jump on a line trimmer, get all that stuff done, blow it off, and move on, and you're in and out in twenty minutes, and make sixty bucks. Yeah. So, and then if you've got two or three in one spot, just not big. How's your route density with these 80 accounts? Is it pretty? Um, so I normally do anywhere from 12 to 15 in a day. Uh, normally start at seven, generally done by four, four 30, except for Thursdays are my longer day. I'll still start. I do have to wait a little bit to start because the first couple I've been trying to get them to change their irrigation, but I don't think they know how. Um, so they, their irrigation runs kind of later. So um, I normally don't start those until about 7.30, and I'm still done then by like 6 or so. But I've got – I still I do 15 each Thursday. Um, they're just – some of them are bigger. Uh, that's probably my more spread out. Uh, like my Monday route tomorrow, I've got – I'll go down south, do one, come up north, uh, cut three in one neighborhood, and then drop back down to Mechanicsville. And I've got, um, I think, eight or nine left all within like a mile of each other. So that's awesome. I, it's, it's, it's a pretty tight route for, for what it is. 
Yeah, well, if That's, you get if you get done early enough yeah. tomorrow, man, come hang out with us. We're ah, going to be hanging to. out at uh, the Naylor invited you. But here's the deal. Uh, these headphones you got on your head yeah. right there, man, these are expensive. Yeah. <laughs> you've so only, and you've only I got only three. Got of three. Them. Yeah. So I said, Naylor, I was like, I only got three sets. And I, I should have just splurged and bought the fourth. But I yeah. didn't know with the COVID-19, for those of you listening, that that's going that's on what, right yeah. now. And I don't know when it would ship or whatever. So I was like, well, why don't you, me and you do a podcast, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the night before. Yeah. But if you want to come hang out with the boys tomorrow night. Yeah, and, I'm down. Uh, I haven't seen Naylor's fire pit. He's all excited about his fire pit. Have you, have I've you seen been to pictures. his house? I've seen, I've seen pictures. I haven't since he did that. So I actually, I know when I first met him, I, I can't remember if I knew he was local or not. I just, I was working for a realtor who sent me jobs at two houses, like three doors down from his and just ran into him one day. He, it was aeration season. I think he had pulled a demo. But you had known for him from YouTube? I had known of him from YouTube and I stopped and talked to him for a while. We got to talking about GIE. This was, I think 2016. Um, wow. And yeah, so, I mean, it was, it was, it was so cool. Just what like, was it like? Because you, kn- you, you, well, like, you knew just, like, him from YouTube. I, well, like, I, you saw, like, I saw his truck and I was like, that's, I'm pretty sure that's well, him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I stepped out. I stepped out and just kind of like walked out into the yard and started talking to him. And that's where our friendship started. And we've done, I know he, we've done a lot of stuff together and whatnot. And I actually helped him, uh, like, if he needs help cutting grass or whatever, catching up, like, I helped him a few weeks ago. Uh, just to finish his finish his weekend. Yeah, out. that was really cool. I so, saw that on Instagram. Good yeah. job, Will. So that was really kind of you. It, the internet's weird. Man, I was at Quick Trip, and this guy just comes up. He's like, "Hey, Paul." He starts talking to me. I'm like, "I have no idea Where who this guy you? is." Is it was that in Georgia? Quick trip. Yeah, they got a Quick Trip in Georgia, okay. but it's it's a landscaper. There's so many landscape trucks there. Yeah, and this guy just comes out. He's like, "Hey, Paul, man." He's he's talking to me about like my and you're life. Like, I have no idea. Who I know. You are. I'm thinking, dude, I have no idea who you are. And then I was just like, you know, I I, I didn't know any way to yeah. like. I wanted to be respectful, but I was yeah. like. You know, I, no he's like, he's like, I listen to the podcast, man. I was like, oh, okay. Like, <laughs> I was like, it's, it's just like, how do you know me? Well, because like, yeah, it's it's just weird when like you know you see Naylor and you're like, oh my gosh, I I watch him on YouTube and yeah. you see him in real life. And you didn't even know he lives by you. Yeah, and it's just weird. Well, when, I can't remember. Like, it was it was a while ago, so obviously I was like, I don't remember if I knew he was local or I didn't know he was local, and I just happened to run into him. Yeah. Um, I've knew I knew Stacy from the get go was local. Mm-hmm. Uh, Seth, back um, in these streets. Yeah, that's gonna be a good episode tomorrow. Getting those two guys together. Oh, yeah. Are y'all doing one with both of? Are you doing uh, one with both of them or two separate ones? No, we'll just all sit down together. Yeah. I mean, you can sit down with us, and these these mics will still pick you up. Yeah. We'll, we'll just it, it's just not as you know what I mean. Yeah. We'll make it. We'll make I it. Work. I don't know how many I'm going to skip tomorrow, but I might be a little later than everybody else. Yeah. But. Well, I think Naylor's got to work till four or five, go home and get a shower. Yeah. I'm going to be hanging down at that pool. <laughs> I just kidding. The nasty oh, pool. Oh, man. Here. On the, on the, uh, on the hotel brochure thing, you know, they have this picture of this gorgeous pool with all, all this ice. so and we get here and the pump's broken yeah it's, it's, and the will's like i don't think you're going to be going to that pool tomorrow it looked nasty <laughs> yeah no you see me i, I gotta do all these uh <clears throat> the vlog yeah i'm gonna be editing that all day tomorrow um there's plenty of stuff around here to do so nah, i mean dude, you I, got you got drive shack up the road if you've ever been to top golf oh it's, really? li- it's literally 
And I think no, no, no. I, I'm going to be working yeah. all day. I, I'm going to go hit that bre- continental breakfast. So this COVID nineteen thing is uh, crazy. What did she say? Like you have to grab it and go or something? Yeah, it's grab and go. I guess you can't eat. You, you down can't there. eat down there. So I'm going to. We've uh, we're in. I hate talking about this. I feel like we shouldn't be talking about this, but whatever. We're in our phase three of reopening or whatever. So like, restaurants have the option to open for seat indoor seating but like at chipotle earlier you couldn't eat like no, they, they, could, was, they, they said we could sit there oh eat. did they oh yeah well the tables had the markers some of them did it but yeah. they were spaced out but george is a whole nother george is like we've been back at it have you yeah for full life so i went to get the gas station today and i just walk in and this lady's ah she's like freaking out yeah and, and I was like, they, they want us to wear masks yeah she's like gotta put a mask on i was like i'm so sorry so i i had to go out and you know pump it at the yeah, pump or whatever, but it's just it's just different. Uh, Are living y'all in Georgia like, and, can y'all pay at the pump in Georgia for your gas stations or no? Um, yeah. Okay, I didn't know if that was any different. I pay at the pump, pay inside. It's Georgia's a different. Uh, well, I'm, I'm from. It's it's different. Yeah. than up here. But anyway, my my problem was the continental breakfast. Yeah, like these advertisings. I'm not going to say the name of the place I'm staying at. But the advertising looks better than when you actually show <laughs> on Isn't the that picture. True for just about everything. Though? <laughs> on the picture, I'm like, oh man, I guess I could hang out at the pool and relax a little bit until I go to Naylor's. I mean, you can. It's, like, it's just a disgusting. No, that was pool. that was nasty. Hey, dude. at least there's the fitness center. I know you were concerned about that. Yeah, because I have been working out, man. I'm. Look at that. They can't see that on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we'll bust out his phone. He's gonna get that on Instagram, man. I could. So no, man. I've been I've been trying to eat healthy. I used to be fat and over and unhealthy, and now I'm 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 in the best. Well, getting in the best shape of my life. That's why I said let's get Chipotle. That's pretty healthy. I I mean, I eat an unhealthy amount of Chick Fil A. When I was really in. In the lawn maintenance schedule, because I've been in this gigantic transition into more landscape enhancements. We're yeah, talking about yeah, this we were off talk- air. Because I, I asked you, I was like, who's covering for you while you're gone for the three weeks? So, And what was what, what I was doing literally on my drive-in, and, and the traffic in Atlanta is atrocious. It's, it's oh, yeah, so I've, bad. I've driven through Atlanta. It's it's a pain. <clears throat> so I'd go in the morning, and I'd get a Dunkin' Donuts coffee with cream and sugar. I saw e- that this Extra morning. large. Yeah. But I didn't get the cream and sugar this morning. Then I'd eat breakfast. Wendy's, I mean, they knew my order. I'd roll through there, and I'd get my <laughs> Wendy's breakfast, all right? Yeah. Then for lunch, you know, we'd usually go to Moe's, mm-hmm. um, which wasn't bad, but it's still. So it was, yeah. it was Dunkin' Donut coffee, Wendy's breakfast, Moe's lunch, and then on my way home, I would drive through yeah. wherever, Chick-fil-A, you name it. So I would eat literally, I was eating fast, eating fast food, food all day, three times a day, and I got up to 222 pounds, and I, I was losing energy like two, yeah. three in the afternoon, and I'm just like dragging those last, now it's hot in Georgia, but yeah, still- it was kind of like I came to a point where I'm like, I got to stop doing it. I have to eat healthy. Yeah. Well, we've reached halftime here on today's edition of the Green Industry Podcast. Our summer road tour and apparently Paul's tour through his dietary history. Brought to you by Echo, makers of powerful, productive, and quiet blowers. The Echo X series will make quick work of any yard cleanup. 
The interview with Will Rice, it continues right after this. We want to thank the lawn and landscape community for making GIE Plus Expo their place to reunite as an industry. Like a family reunion, thousands of dealers, landscape pros, and contractors return annually to network, share ideas, learn best practices, and make new friends. It all starts Wednesday, October 21st with the opening reception and continues into the night with free concerts in downtown Louisville. At the show, you'll have the opportunity to share experiences and brainstorm new approaches to your business challenges with friends and like-minded professionals. You don't want to miss the opening keynote, Secrets of Being an Effective Leader, presented by retired Navy four-star Admiral James DeVritis. Register now at GIE-Expo.com, and we'll see you October 21st through the 23rd in Louisville. The HardscapeAcademy.com is the place to go to become the next professional hardscaper. Check out Caleb Allman's How to Install Pavers and How to Install Retaining Walls Comprehensive Guides. You will learn all the techniques and information necessary to perform the installation of these features based on industry standards, including tips and tricks that Caleb has learned over the past 20 years of hardscaping. The courses are immediately available via online streaming for just $99 each. Go to the HardscapeAcademy.com and that link is in in today's show notes. It was kind of like I came to a point where I'm like, I got to stop doing I this. have to eat healthy. Yeah. And so that's why like Chipotle is a better choice for me over, uh, although I did eat Wendy's today and I had Dunkin' Donuts. Hey, hey, <laughs> you got to have cheat days. <laughs> baby it's steps. A, it's, a, it's a vacation for you. But, right? at, but at Wendy's, I got a baked potato and I got... Um, yeah. I got chili. So that's a decent order. See, I used to, I used to be terrible eating when I was working. Like I'd get up and, um, go get breakfast, fast food, wherever. And then I'd just go to the gas station, like every three or four customers and stop and get something to eat and drink and whatnot. Yeah. And then I'd stop for lunch at Chick-fil-A or Wendy's or Burger King or whatever. And then I'd go somewhere else to eat. And now I'm just like, and with this heat, I'm like, I've, I've come to realize like, man, I feel like crap if I eat like crap in the heat and even, even not in the heat too. But, um, I mean, I'll, um, like I'll get up, I'll, I don't even eat breakfast at home. I just, I get up, I put my clothes on and I'm out the door. Um, and, um, I'll normally stop by the gas station, just grab a drink or whatever, like a water or a sports drink or something like that. I, I cut out sodas. Yeah, uh, a year ago, and that's, that's like good. I feel so much better. Yeah, well, you're 22, I, I, dude, Will. When you get, I, up, I was drinking like three or four Mountain Dews a day. Yeah, sugar, just, sugar's yeah, it's, dumb. It was bad, and uh, you know, I cut sugar out of my coffee. It's just like as an entrepreneur, as a long. Well, I, I still have to have sugar to like keep me going, but I try and go for the more like natural sugars. Like yeah. I'll, I'll grab an apple or something yeah, midday well, or whatever. But like in the morning, I'll go to the gas station. Um, whether it be sheets or fast mart or whatever, depending on the day and where I'm at, but I'll just grab, I'll grab a drink, normally a water and a sports drink of some sort and like a honey bun or something like that. Or if I go to sheets, I'll get, they do like a two for five breakfast sandwich. So I'll normally get, it's a English muffin with bacon and cheese, get two of those. So, um, and normally eat those. And I normally, that'll put me through. I normally try and go as long as I can, into the afternoon without stopping. Cause once I stop and eat, I slow down, obviously. And my, no- yeah. 
my normal lunch is a lunchable from Wawa. Oh man, we. But like, no, it's the crackers and cheese because I'm like, I can't do hot food and I can't do a lot of food when it's this hot outside or when I'm working. So I normally just go grab that because it's like quick snack, something to eat. Yeah. It's a little bit of protein, um, and. I'm rolling on out, and then I'll normally either eat dinner at home if mom's cooking or whatever, or I meet with a couple friends of mine on Tuesdays. We all go out, whether it be Mexican or Texas Roadhouse or something like that, and just yeah. meet up for dinner. And that's, I'll, that's I'll have nice. my nights that I'll go eat out, but I don't eat out like fast food as much as I used to. I still do quite frequently, but not nearly as much as I used to. Yeah. Well, I had gotten in the habit of packing my lunch. So this little road trip here yeah. is, uh, it's really tested my self-discipline because I, you know, I, we're, we're, I got to eat out, yeah, exactly. but it's like, well, make you, it's it's like you have no choices. choices. Well, yeah. I, I have, well, you no have no choice, choice but to eat out, but you got to make, but I got to right make choice. a smart choice. That's why we did Chipotle here. Yeah. And you know, with the coffee at Dunkin' Donuts, it, it's no, uh, no, uh, Sugar, sugar in there, or anything like that, and uh, we'll see what they come I'm through with. I'm not a coffee that. person. I'm never really? liked coffee. Well, that's good well, in this actually, heat. That's, that's it a makes lie. you dehydrated. Yeah, that's, a, that's a lie. I like the Starbucks frappuccino, the glass bottles. Now that's a, that's a bunch. That, of sugar. I was gonna say that's that's a bunch of sugar, but that's about the extent of a coffee that I can drink. Yeah, then that's not really coffee. That's that's, <laughs> that's sugar like milkshake, but melted. Yeah, I, I, but uh, I mean, I, I wouldn't suggest getting into coffee if you like. No, I'm, I'm I'm addicted now. It's like it's hard for me to stop. I just I've never liked it. No matter what I put in it, I've tried it so many well, times. Well, I like it. I like it, it black. I I like it just black. That's how my mom is. Sometimes I'll put. Well, she'll do that and uh, like her creamer, but that's it. Yeah, I've been putting some um, like grass fed organic butter in there with some oh, cinnamon, okay. some MCT butter oil. and coffee. Oh yeah. Interesting. Oh, yeah. Grass-fed butter and some MCT oil and some cinnamon. How do we get talk about this? Well, <laughs> do I have no idea. We're, we've been on a ramble. Whenever I do a podcast at a hotel, I was with Keith Kalfas and uh, Sean Spencer, and we mm -hmm. did a two-and-a-half-hour episode. Just going off, going on on random Well, you know, you know Keith Kalfas. Yeah. He, he's a talker, man. So yeah. he starts talking about... Crazy stories and, and going then, and going and going. I think all three of us started crying though by the end of the episode. I mean, we we poured oh we poured it out. Well, I remember, I remember, and one thing I have a major respect for you for is when my mom was in the hospital and you would check in on me. Yeah, I I appreciated that so much, and she's doing fantastic. Back to work, completely normal, one hundred percent, and it's like it strengthened my parents' relationship so much. And even between my brother and I and her, our relationships have all been strengthened by it. And it was, it was just, it was a crazy, crazy time. Um, but I mean, it was, and that was, that was a really rough season because it, it was like, it happened just before aeration season, which is one of the busiest seasons up here. I you don't guys think do that. Do it. In, yeah, we do it in the spring. See, we do it in the fall. Yeah, because we have warm season. Well, y'all are planning warm season. We're planning cool season, which yeah. takes root. So the reason we do it in the fall is because it the ground stays warmer um, than the ambient air temperature. So the ground allows that root system to develop mm -hmm. over the winter and come in fuller. And when it gets hot like this, it's got a thicker root system it's still going to brown out and go dormant trying to conserve its energy but it's a lot healthier 
Yeah. Um, it's painful for me to see this. It's it's 100 degrees today, yeah. and I'm driving through, and I'm like, man, the landscaping up in Virginia. I, I got to give you, you guys get a pass. Used to it. I got to give you a pass because it's the it's the weather. But I'm yeah. used to lush, deep green zoysia yeah. in, in Bermuda, which is drought resistant. And like we were talking about we're in that transition zone, so we're not really we're not spot. we're not cool season or warm season. We're kind of a mixture of both because the hot sun is just making that fescue go yeah um, dormant. And then you're telling weed, me and Bermuda's actually, a weed up here. Actually, yeah, it's called wiregrass up here is what everybody refers to it. Now, there are people with Bermuda yards that are green. And what were you say, was saying, though? You were um, about to say something. Uh, what was I going to say? Uh, see, I don't know what zoysia looks like now for y'all down there, but it's it's turning brown up here. Nah, it's lush green. The, 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 I've got, the, I'm, and I mean, I've got a few yards that are full zoysia. And it's oh. it's turning brown. I mean, it hasn't rained in probably two weeks. Any anything significant? Ber- Bermuda looks better than the zoysia when you get this hot hot yeah. weather. But we we scalp that stuff down. Yeah. See, y'all know? are cutting a lot lower than we way are today. way lower. We scalp yeah. in March. We scalp it, and we have real mowers. They're yeah. so much more popular than they are up here. For you guys who don't know what a real mower is, it's spin. Well, you can't see how it's spinning. like go- what golf courses use. Exactly, the if golf courses ever, yeah. use real mowers. Baseball it, fields, like a, 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 the blade mower, the rotary mower spins, and I'm on not. You guys can't see it. A, it acts like a scissor. Exactly, your real mower acts like a scissor. Exactly, and so. You scalp it down in March, even if you're not going to cut it with the real mower. Yeah, you'll ha- you'll scalp it with a real mower. How know? low are y'all normally cutting like that? As low as you can get it. Really? I mean, you you scalp it yeah. in March, and then it just starts growing. You know, but you the lower you cut the Bermuda, the better it does yeah. when it gets hot. Yeah. See, and when the people that the the people that hold out for biweeklies, their their yards look horrible when it gets hot. Mm-hmm. Just it, absolutely horrible. You got to cut it low and often. Yeah. And then that's how even when it's hot like this, it stays lush and green and you yeah. put a little nitrogen and iron on it phew, it's beautiful but then i come up here and i'm driving i'm like i'm used to lush dark green yards and, and i come up here and i'm like it's brown and all ugly. the fescue is brown because it's cool season and we're when it's this yeah. hot and but I mean, we're dormant and, all winter yeah. dude it's it's tan and ugly and not, i mean, and not I mean ugly, but it, that's we're what like our, that too unless yeah, your fescue green you plant, up here isn't it it stays green and kind it <sighs> It goes dormant sort of around mid-November, um, but it slows down a lot in October when it starts getting cooler. It's really weird. It's like it has this perfect range of temperatures where it grows, like, fantastically. Mm-hmm. And then if it's too hot, it won't grow, or too cold, it won't grow. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, we're... And, like, y'all are cutting it as short as possible. Up not this, the fescue. Well, yeah, not the fescue, the, but, like, the, the Bermuda and stuff. Yeah. But, like, up here, like, we're cutting the fescue at four or five inches trying to keep it alive so we have something to do because if it dies off we're obviously skipping now my yards that are just straight weeds i'm cutting at two and a half two inches three inches whatever just and i mean they're they're still suffering too but they're still getting cut because the weeds are still growing yeah but you want to end the year no higher in atlanta market no higher than two and a half inches for your bermuda and zoysias mm-hmm. i mean you end the year yeah some guys i've got that sneaks up to three inches but you you want to yeah. cut it low yeah and I mean, I've got some yards, they're full fescue and we'll be cutting them up to Christmas. Yeah. Like they're, I mean, they're growing slow. Like we'll get maybe, we'll cut them probably weekly through about mid, mid October. And then we'll switch to bi-weekly through to about Thanksgiving. And then we might get one or two more cuts just to kind of clean it up, clean the leaves off, whatever. 
And then that's pretty much it until March rolls back around. Yeah. Although the stripes, when your stuff is green up here, the stripes look so much oh, yeah. better when it's four inches, five inches versus when it's low like that. Unless you, you got see a, them very much. Unless you got a good roller on the on the real mower, it's just when you're cutting it two inches, two yeah. and a half. I mean, and see, not the a sun's got to be running, hitting it perfect. And it's just it's, yeah. your stripe games. We're are, not running stripe kits. Hardly anybody up here does. Yeah, it's but I'll look kinda... at some of Naylor's pictures and just, it's like, man. He's not. I'm no, not I, either. I, no, I, you I don't need it, though, up no. here. But the stripes are. And you don't need it with a skag, either. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, there but, you go. Hey, I'm, I'm going to see Ed Wright uh, a couple days. I'm, I, I'm excited to hear his interview. Just yeah. I've, I've, I've actually gone up and toured the factory. It's awesome. Yeah. Have you, I don't know if you've done it or if he's going to do there. something with he's you. Gonna or? Tour. He's going to take me for a tour. It's so I got, cool. I got an hour of his time. I did yeah. email to the secretary. She's like, you got an hour of Ed's time. So I think we're going to do an interview and then a little tour. It's such a cool place to go to. He really? did He did an open tour last year. Um, it was a Friday, and it happened to be raining. So we yeah. were like, well, why not? Let's go. Mitchell Gordy went twice, he told me. Yeah. So and you've been up there. I want to go up to Dawson manufacturing i'm the going there too yeah. i know you were saying that to see them i talked to nick a couple times and he was like yeah our doors are open whenever you want to come up on a rain day or whatever yeah just let me know so but i mean it's it's so cool this the whole i'm trying to think of the word like i don't want to say social media but like i guess the network of everybody just is awesome yeah well it's cool because we're on the service side of this business you know Providing the service to our customers, but it would but be cool on, to hear from them. The they're on the side, side, yeah, the manufacturer side, who's actually actively engaged in social media, like Ed writes, yeah, um, on Instagram a lot, and Instagram, you know, I follow fa- him, he, he's, Facebook, yeah, he's like, in the in the different groups or whatever that people are talking about and wondering and asking questions. He's in there responding. to Yeah, people I'll be watching Johnny Mo on YouTube, and I'll write a comment, and then Ed Wright will write a comment, like, yeah, hey, and I'm like, oh, hey, it's a, <laughs> and then yeah, Nick Car, uh, Nick. You know, he watches my Instagram stories sometimes, and, yeah. and uh, it's just cool to have them engaging. Yeah, yeah we're it's all awesome. Yeah, it's 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 really cool. Not all, the, you know. And it, I know you've got Echo Means Business. They're engaging with everybody. Echo Echo's sponsoring this tour, guys. Yeah. Echo is. I can't thank them enough. This this whole adventure is exclusively sponsored by Echo. So they're they stepped up in a major way. So yeah, and it's actually cool. The co- the the one cool thing about COVID nineteen. We're in like a suite or whatever. It's like yeah. most hotel rooms aren't like this. This thing is. Well, it's we like got it's a office. mini suite. But yeah, yeah, but come on, give me a little it's, benefit. It's, I mean, doubt. you've got. Let me do it. We got a refrigerator. I was gonna say you've freezer. got a full on kitchen going yeah, in here. Yeah, but but the uh, the price of this thing was cheap because of COVID. Ain't no one staying at hotels. Yeah, you saw those guys playing basketball. They're probably the only ones here. Me. Yeah. Maybe I don't want to know if I'm the only one telling that. That's kind of scary. It's scary. <laughs> But uh, my point is, it's a good time to travel because the rates are all low. I guess I need to book my hotel for GIE, GIE then. Yeah, buddy. Wonder how cheap those are. I, don't I haven't know. even looked. Well, I, I I just registered. I'm just like. And you didn't. I use, know I'll you make didn't it. use promo code Paul. I I don't. You could have got fifty percent off. I, I got fifty percent off. You I just don't remember. I might have. I don't remember. But um, it might. I it honestly might have been his. But I mean, I don't know if I'm going to do an Airbnb. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do yet. So I got to figure all those details out before I reserve something. Yeah. I'm staying downtown this year. I've, right. I've always stayed. Well, my first year I stayed at the red roof Inn. do not stay at that red roof Inn. Which one? 
uh, by the airport. I stayed the, at a different one the first year. Yeah, I I wouldn't I wouldn't stay at that one. I had is a bad it just experience. Sketchy? It is real sketchy, Will. I vaguely remember that. I vaguely <laughs> I, remember you talking about that. Now. It was real sketchy. Now that I'm thinking about it. Yep. It was real sketchy. See, we stay, I, I've stayed at this sleep in right there that literally you walk out into the left and you're at the expo center. Yeah, there's a whole cluster there. Now, last year walk. I did an Airbnb with another friend of mine from North Carolina. That was fantastic. I mean, it was still 25 minutes from the expo, but it was such a nice house, quiet, away from everything. It was really nice. Yeah, I've never tried downtown. This is going to be my first year. Yeah. So I, Are you I, staying near 4th Street? Um, I don't know. Where, where's Naylor staying? I have no idea. I'm staying where he's today. I think it's at the Marriott. It's down. I know it's downtown. Uh, okay. So it's my first time. And I'm not, I'm not, Will knows this. I'm not into the fourth street live party scene or whatever. I go to bed at nine o'clock. It's past my bedtime. Yeah, it's 9.30. It's 9.32. <laughs> I'm on all adrenaline right now and too much Dunkin' Donuts coffee. So we'll, we're going to, we're going to get wild tonight and I'm going to stay up till 10. But I go to bed at nine o'clock. So I don't want to be too close to fourth street live and all that. Yeah. I, you know. But I'll, I'll get earplugs or whatnot. Yeah, you should be all right if you're a heavy sleeper. No, I'm a light sleeper. Oh, yeah. I'm a very light sleeper. I, I, I live in the woods, yeah. and I got, you know, a noise machine. I got my own little system. I mean, so. I sleep with a fan on. Yeah, well, I white love noise. that. Yeah. White noise. No, absolutely. The best way to sleep. Yeah. So we'll see. Hopefully they don't get too rowdy. I can sleep through a thunderstorm. I could sleep through like a train going by my house, even though I'm nowhere near a train train track or whatever. But if the power goes out and my fan shuts off, I'm wide awake. Yeah, that that fan's good white noise. I got. Uh, oh, I have an app on my phone for when I go places. I just sit it, plug my phone fan? in next to my pillow and just plays a fan sound all night, and I go fan to sleep sound? to that. Yeah, I'm dead serious. What's the app? Oh God! I'll 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 let send you me know. that. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to jam you. out to that tonight. My neighbor just it's got so a, great. My neighbor, I just got a neighbor that moved in. They got this little dog. Oh gosh! And this thing is it? Yeah. Oh right? yeah, little little thing. You you look at the thing. You, you know, you could punt it over the house. <laughs> I mean, it's a small like the small little dog. I'm a cute yeah. little dog. I, I pet him and stuff. But then I was like, how does this dog bark like that? I have some customers night. that I want to punt their dog across the fence because they, like, just bark Do you constantly. ever bring them treats? No, I need to. Dude, I'm I telling have, you. I have one customer with a chihuahua that, like, chases after me and snarling at me if they leave. Like, normally they leave the door shut, but sometimes they forget, which is totally fine. I just got to make sure when I go in, I shut the fence behind me. But, I mean, he comes out snarling after me. Like, it's scary. Uh, you got you to gotta learn the treats, man. I I know. I need, I I need to keep dogs. treats in the truck. I was just telling Mitchell about Fluffy and Coco. I mean, I love my dogs on the route. You know, mm -hmm. you give them some treats, and they love you, and then you come, and they're their tails wagging. They want you to pet them, and they don't buy. That you you become their friend. You yeah, exactly. Keep, always keep dog treats in your truck, and then when you get there, the only problem is it gets pricey because they expect it. Like yeah. if you show up without a treat, they're gonna be like, "Where's Where my, treat, my treat, Paul?" I see. That's another reason why I haven't done that. <laughs> yeah, but it is. I mean, it's yeah. and it gives you respect with the family because they're yeah. like, "Oh, Fluffy loves you, Paul." And uh, <laughs> that, that that really is a dog. Yeah. Guy, guy's an NFL football player, big linebacker, used to play. And his dog is named Fluffy. <laughs> I mean, this guy is huge. Yeah. This guy is huge. And uh, it's just funny because he, you know, he's like, hey, Fluffy. And it's a little white dog. I don't know if I, I don't have any, like, body that's famous that I do work for like that. It's, it's you know, it's interesting. 
I uh, I do work for famous people, and, yeah. and and there were some of them I had to let them go because they think they're like their priority. Yeah, they think you're, they're your only. I hate they, people like they, that. They think that it's I'm I, t- I'm to that point where if somebody gets to be like that, they're gone. Yeah, like, I was, I, I'm, I, like, I let, I'm not dealing with this. But it's cool because he respected me. I let him go. Yeah, and he thought he could take advantage of me, and he were like, "No, I'm a professional business owner. It ain't gonna work like that." Yeah. And then I'll see him out in the ballot public, and he'll be like, hey, "What's up, Paul?" Like, he, yeah. he he respects me. Well, like he, I have I have people that like think they're my only customer, and like what time are you going to be here or whatever? And I'm like, I'll be there when I get there. And they're like, no, I want to know what time. I'm like, I'll be there when I get there. I'm like, what do you want me to do? I have other people to take care of. And eventually it just drives me up a wall. And I'm just like, I'm sorry, this isn't going to work out because yeah, but, and but, like, I mean, some people can deal with that. Other people don't. I see a lot more people that don't like dealing with that. And a lot more people dropping people like that. Well, I'll tell you what, I have some people that are famous that are awesome customers because yeah. we, that are that are respectful and kind yeah. and, and understand that, you know, the world doesn't revolve around them. But they, I mean, they're paying for a service and we need yeah. to provide the service. But the cool thing about them is they have awesome friends. So they started networking. Yeah, exactly. Me, you know, the, the, it all, they're all friends and network together. So I, their referrals have been nothing but money. I mean, yeah. well, money is a great example, but the, the, I, I meant money like yeah, good, good referrals. Yeah. Like it's been pleasant. They're pleasant to work with. They have the money. They're normally never bother you. You're not having to chase checks or anything like that. Well, I got cards. I got cards on file, my guy, but see, I mean, I do, yeah. I do billing for credit cards, but like, I'm so like, if you have to chase checks, that's oh, such a waste of time. You don't have the cards on file, Will? No, and I need to. Man, uh, we got to have a little I talk. Do, I do have people, like, I ha- everybody either pays me cash, check. I do have, like, do, like, the Venmo and stuff like that yeah. for some people. Because, I mean, I'm smaller. I can do that. I'm not, like, something huge, like. You deposit all that cash into your business checking account? Yeah. To keep the numbers Everything, accurate? Yeah. Well, the cash doesn't. You don't? I, come on, dude. You <laughs> the gotta checks put, go in. You got to put the cash in there because the, that way you know exactly. I mean, A, for the legal reason, but B, that way you know exactly what your revenue is. Yeah. You know exactly. That cash needs to go in there. Yeah. For your for your mathematical analyzation. Yeah. And I mean, but I mean, I do that. I, I go to the bank normally every other week. What do you do with the, the cash? Put all the checks in. In the lockbox. You got to put that in the bank, Will. That. Now I will put it in the bank if I want to like go buy something. No, no, no. You see, th- your numbers are off now. How, how do you know what? How do you how do you analyze how you're doing? I have everybody written down. Yeah, um, but you got to put. Th- it's easier just to put it in. Yeah, I learned yeah. that from Geek the Freak when I started watching him on YouTube. Yeah, I, I miss he, his videos. Oh, freaks, but he he would always say, "Greg is such an awesome." Put dude. that cash in that business checking account. Mm-hmm. That way you know your exactly. true you yeah. you know your true revenue. Yeah. Because right now your revenue's missing some of that cash. You're cutting that grass and making that cash and and taking it. <laughs> and the legalities of, of Uncle Sam. Yeah. We're close to Washington DC, aren't we? Yeah, we're two hours away, two, three hours. Well you're going up that way. Alexandria. Yeah. yeah. That's probably half hour away. Well, how do we that, go from two hours to three hours to a half hour? Well, no, I was saying Alexandria. How far is Alexandria? Alexandria is right next to D.C. Yeah, it's not far at all. It's right next to it. I was looking on the map, and that hotel's expensive. I they got don't me doubt up there. that at all. They got me up there. 32 bucks just to park your car. Holy crap. I thought. Hour and 53 minutes to D.C. from where we are right now. 
Okay. Or hour and 59, depending on which way you go. 32 bucks Jeez. to park your car. And that's per night. I'm, I'm up there, you know, two nights. That's 64 <laughs> bucks to park. That's nuts. That's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. And 32 bucks. I hope you got an easy pass for tolls. You got to pay tolls up there? I don't know if you have. I don't think there's tolls on that route. No, there's not actually. But I was just saying, if you run into tolls anywhere, I'm all that, my. Yeah, I'm all lettered up with that echo. If echo gets, <laughs> they're gonna, they have that little camera. Hey, what's this easy they pass just, in well, Virginia? They, they just take the license plate pictures if you don't pay the toll and email or uh, mail the uh, car owner a bill, which I guess will be the rental company. Uh, well, I'll tell you what. We'll 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 pay our tolls, but I got to get you to put that cash in your okay. business checking account. For you, just listen to me, will you? Ah, uh, you got to know your numbers, man. I know. You can't accurately know your numbers if that cash is in the lockbox. Yeah. Are we good? Yeah. Very true. I'm serious, man. I've been doing this a long time. I know. You're you're the seasoned veteran here. I learned. I learned. If I, I've just learned, man. I I, I want to. I, I was disorganized and sloppy. Yeah. And well, shoot, uh, I used to do everything pen and paper. Oh man. But we we just we we get so used to making money, we can yeah. just think, oh, we'll just make more. We'll earn our stupidity. We'll just. Yeah. It's good to analyze. It's good to know. Know your numbers. How, how much revenue factor. did you make in 2019? In 2018? 2017? Because that number that's on your sheet isn't accurate because there's a bunch of cash that's missing. Mm. You want to know exactly, you know, so then in 2021, you can compare it to 2020. And, and Now, and I do put some cash in there. I'm on 100%. Yeah. Every, every $20 bill, every 100 every everything perfectly in there. That way, at the end of the year, however much money was deposited into that account and all this Venmo stuff... Yeah. It all needs to well, cycle that, in. Well, that there. all cycles into yeah, the business okay. account. But you want a hundred percent of your revenue to go in there, so that you can know. Here's exactly the revenue I made. Yeah. Here's all that those tires I repaired, all the stuff, all the expenses for the year, yeah. and then what was your actual profit for the year, and then also the legalities of Washington D.C. of paying yeah. them. If you if you hid the cash from them, that's you know you want to. You're an integral man. You're a, you're a very honest young man. You want to? And uh, I know I'm not the only one that hides cash from them. Hey, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm. I'm not. I'm just encouraging you to. I know. You guys listening? I know what you're trying. I'm to not. Do. I'm talking to you, but I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to everybody. I'm talking to you, but I'm talking to everybody. Does that make sense? Yeah. It, it's there's no win. You, you got to pay the, your taxes that, that are due, and that's not right to hide that from them. I was going to say, and there's no getting around it. They will figure it out. But, but but that's just part of the story. It's not just that. That's an integrity issue that, that's in between you. Yeah. But the other thing is we always talk about knowing your numbers on the show. You can't accurately know your numbers if, you, if all that money isn't in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I, mean, the I, know, I know who pays cash, what they do, so I can uh, yeah, backtrack and figure it it's out. It's going to be easier yeah. for you to put it in all in the count. Yeah. That way you can run it even through your bank at the end of the year. How much revenue did you really make in 2020? Well, yeah, I mean, I use QuickBooks for taxes. Self, QuickBooks self-employed to run all my taxes. It tracks all my 
tracks the truck mileage, it tracks expenses yeah, 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 yeah. and deposits and whatnot. And I go through, sort everything out, send it to my CPA, and I just paid my taxes this week. That sucked. Well, I ain't going to beat the bed horse. Beat the dead horse. I don't think anybody truly enjoys paying taxes. No. No. No, it's it's rough. <laughs> but if you don't do it, you could get in. You're going to owe. It's kind of one of those things where it's like if you did something wrong to somebody else and you try and get lie about it, you're going to get in more trouble than if it was you just told the truth. It's kind of like paying taxes like that. We went off on some good tangents here. I'm like, no sugar in the coffee, folks. <laughs> no cash. Cut that grass, make that cash. But the and cash in the goes bank. in the business checking account, and then from there you can do your owner's draw. Yeah. So well, right. shoot, the way I'm filed, everything I make is what the business make, or what the business makes is what I make is how my CPA files me as. So I don't draw myself a, a paycheck. It's basic because I don't have another job or anything, mm-hmm. um, but my CPA files, I'm not quite sure how. I'm pretty sure it's just single member LLC is how I'm filed as. But how um, do you have money to pay your bills? And- it come, It all comes out of the business account. So it's all tax write-offs. Wait, you're about to give me a heart attack. <laughs> You're, I don't mean to. Well, my phone, my phone bill comes out. My truck okay, payment that's, comes out. That's 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 yeah. that's an expense. Rent comes out. The phone bill. Oh, the yeah. rent for the shop. Yeah, yeah. All those are expenses. Yeah. But when you go and have, I, I, the Chipotle was on me tonight. Yeah. Will. But let's say you would have bought this. All Cash. Right? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta clean this up. I man. do put my cash in my personal account. Okay, but yeah, but that's still different. I'm pacing. You're over here I'm pacing, pacing <laughs> because I'm talking to a 22 year old kid, and you're reminding me you're a kid, Will. Okay. I remember when I was a 22 year old kid making these these rookie, not rookie, but be organized, yeah. folks. We, we need to. If I could go back and start year one, I would have hired a great bookkeeper, a great accountant, and I would have done. Oh, my accountant's fantastic. I'm not saying yeah. your accountant's not yeah, fantastic. No, I know. But you can't. You're saying you, what you, you would have done. You can't. Yeah. What I would have done is is this sounds to me sloppy, yeah. and it's bringing up wounds in my heart because I was out of control, sloppy mm-hmm. I, I, with my business early on, and I'm I'm just now dotting I's, crossing T's, and getting everything organized. But you need to have your, you know, you need to pay yourself a salary, yeah. and then that. Let's say you pay yourself two thousand five hundred bucks every a couple month weeks, or whatever, yeah. or a month. Well, you got you're, you're yeah, big money, really. Right. You're you're paying yourself five grand yeah. a month. All right. Well, raise them rates. <laughs> whatever your whatever your salary is to yourself, yeah. then that money goes into your personal uh, credit you union spend. or your personal um, bank. Yeah. And then that's what you buy your Chipotle with. That's what you know. You got a girlfriend? No. When you get your girlfriend, you can't be taking her out to the movies and putting it on the business. Uh, card like yeah. that's got to be and it can't be the cash from Miss Susie it needs to be <laughs> your personal you know yeah debit card 
I don't want to preach at a 22 year old. You're just, you're, you're just firing me up, dude. Cause I was, I was there once all sloppy and disorganized. And now, I mean, I was running like all my scheduling and everything off pen and paper. And I did switch over to jobber, which we were talking about earlier. And that's been fantastic. My customers actually, I've had a bunch of people in the past couple of weeks tell me I loved it or like, They've a- they actually texted me. They're like, oh, look at you getting all fancy now with us getting text messages saying you're coming today or whatever to cut our grass. And I was like, didn't know I set that up, but all right. <laughs> and I've got like, I had like eight or ten people say that in the past couple of weeks. Like, they like that. So I'm like, all right. And it makes my life easier, too, because it's all on my phone. And I like that it time tracks. Now, I mean, before I had everything on a spreadsheet uh, yeah. with all the customers' names and whatnot, and I'd just mark either X or dash if it gets cut. And it was all on one sheet. I had the entire, all of my customers listed out the whole month on one sheet. Um, uh, I'll show you the file and what it looked like. Uh, I mean, it worked. Well, hey, when I see you at GIE, I'm going to ask you what you're doing with all this cash. <laughs> Is it going into the business checking account? And, and ask your accountant next time you talk to him. Yeah. Say, you know, listen, what what I want to pay myself a salary or something like? How do we clean this up? Because something sounds funny. You can't you can't supply your lifestyle through your business. There's yeah. got to be some separation there. You, 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 the expenses you told me about are fine. The, yeah. The shop and the trucks. Bills and whatnot. The business bills. Yeah. But eventually, when you move out of your parents, I gotta you're make gonna a mortgage have, payment. You're gonna have utility a, bills and stuff like that. Yeah, and that can't be coming through the business and your food. Well, your groceries. If I have so, my I talked to a mortgage broker when I was looking earlier this year, sort of trying to figure out a game plan to buy a house, and she was even saying, um, and I don't know if anybody else out there does this or not, but this might give some people some ideas, and I can't take credit for it, but. She was saying if you go to a house or like if you move into a house and somewhere with a garage or something like that, um, that you're running your business out of that specific area, pay yourself rent for that area and put that towards your mortgage. So basically your business could pay part of your mortgage. The rest of it will come out of your own account. So it's like if you've got a $1,200 mortgage payment a month or whatever, and you're running your business out of a certain area you could run, you could basically rent that area for five, six, seven hundred bucks a month and just put that toward your mortgage. And basically your business pays half of your mortgage and you pay the other half every month. Yeah. There's some truth to that. If that makes sense. That makes sense. sense, But always be leery when you're getting advice from your mortgage broker. They're trying to sell you a mortgage, man. Well, she, she, not like, we had run my credit and we, no, no, no. I knew I wasn't ready and she knew I wasn't ready. It was just trying to figure out a game plan, but that was something she told me that would be a good idea to kind of something to do as far as buying a house and all that goes. Yeah, buddy. But I'm just saying, I'm, I'm, I'm cleaning up the Chipotle here. Yeah. I, it's my bedtime, dude. I'm, yeah, I it's know. It's 9.50 we, We've been ran- I don't even I'm, know. What, what get, time did we start? I'm getting a grumpy. It's, it's been a minute, uh, an hour and six minutes. And we could just, we're just, you're just priming my pump. You're just getting me warmed up here. I just... Guys that are listening right now, I'm not talking to you anymore, Will, because I don't want you getting mad at me. <laughs> I'm not going to get mad at you. When, when I started my business, I'm in my 10th year, I was disorganized and I was working, you said eight, eight days a week. And yeah, I was I like, felt yeah, like eight days I a felt week. like I was working eight days a week. Like I told you guys how out of control my diet was with three fast food meals a day. And 
I just worked so hard yeah. that I, and I made money. I mean, the money was flowing in yeah. and I, but I didn't, I, I didn't have organization to my business. And so now it's like, I have to dot every I, cross every T, do everything perfectly. But it, it wasn't like that day one and it wasn't like that year one, but I didn't mm -hmm. have anyone to teach me. Mm -hmm. So I, I'm kind of putting my mentor cap on to you and say, young man, <laughs> I was in those I never had fancy shoes like those, but I was in those shoes one time and there's a, there's a more, there's the a more excellent, I've ever bought. there's a more excellent way to do this. And it starts with that cash goes in your business checking account. And then that business needs to pay you a personal salary or yeah. whatever. Cause you write can't write yourself a check, write yourself a check and talk to your account. There's the, he, yeah. he'll, he, it's, it's not that complicated. No, Just pay I, yourself I, the same amount every month. Yeah. But then that money goes into your, you have a, a personal bank, right? Yeah. That money goes in there, and then that can go. Um, I mean, I wouldn't even have to write myself a check. I could just do a balance transfer because it's all at the same bank. Okay, but 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 yeah. we got it. We got to separate. Yeah, yeah, business, business, and, and personal, personal cannot be together. Um, merging together. Yeah. There, there's got to be a stark a stark separation between your business and personal. business and personal, and all that cash goes into the don't business. Let your, don't let your business get in in the way of your personal life. Basically, financially, they got to yeah. be separated. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna clean that up by GIE. Sounds like a plan. Yeah, and I gotta clean this. Look, I've only been in here for a few hours. This this it's not that much well, of a mess. I gotta I gotta clean up. I got I got a long day tomorrow. I gotta start editing the vlog from your you shop. You got a long you got a long day of sitting in here tomorrow because there's hardly anything to do. <laughs> <laughs> there's uh, no pool. Uh, that pool is faulty advertisement. You go to the website and it looks yeah. like, I was like, man, this place is five star, you know, resort, nice. Not really, but it's, it looked nice. And then we pull up and there's that green algae pool. So mm. I'll be in there working on the vlog tomorrow. And then I mean, you can go swimming. There's I, nobody telling no. you you can't. I ain't going swimming. If, if, I, if I can get all caught up with my vlogging and my podcasting, I might, I might uh, surprise Naylor and Seth and, Catch them out on the route. There film, you go. film a little bit of that. Although it is going to be a hundred degrees, so maybe yeah. I'll sit in this air condition. Will Rice, thanks for I being have on the show. Long sleeve shirts work fantastic in this weather. Like not like the real thin ones. Yeah, they're yeah, fantastic yeah. for this weather. It's hot. There ain't no way around it, guys. Thanks for listening to the show. We really appreciate it, Marty. We really appreciate everything he's doing. That's my producer back in okay. Atlanta right now, uh, taking care of everything while we're out here on the road. I'm gonna get some rest, and uh, we're gonna take this show over to Naylor Taliaferro's tomorrow evening. Seth, the lawn surgeon, Stacy Flanagan's gonna join us, and uh, Will Rice. If you get done with your jobs, yeah, and you go to the bank and put that cash in there <laughs> and that business checking account, I should be done by hopefully 4:35 o'clock. So we'll Party see. at Naylor. I'm down. We're gonna. He he's wants to show off this fire pit on a hundred degrees. Is he night, making so. dinner? Uh, we're talking. <laughs> we go. We're gonna talk about that. So, um, we'll figure something Do out. Do some hobo meals over the fire. I think we'll, we'll we'll figure something out. So, he's been bragging about this Richmond. Uh, he loves Virginia, man. Oh, he defends it. He 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 he. he that's a it great all. place to live. I yeah. mean, it really it like obviously everywhere has its downfalls, but I mean. I hear all these people like from high school, like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to leave. And I'm like, why? Why, why do you want to leave? And I mean, I've also started a business in high school and have grown it to the point now where if I leave, I got to start completely over and I'm losing a lot if I do that. So, yeah. and I just, I just, I don't know. I there like it go. here. 
last question. I don't see myself leaving. Why does they say Virginia's for lovers? What's that all about? I have no idea, honestly. Because I drove in, there was like a big heart. Yeah, it's like, it's on all of the entrance signs, and you'll yeah. see bumper stickers. I'll, I'll ask Stacy and, and Naylor. Maybe they'll know. All right, well, I got to go to bed, man. My bedtime's 9. It's 9.55. This is uh, uncharacteristic. So I'll read you what Google says real quick. Virginia's for Lovers is the tourism and travel slogan of U.S. Commonwealth of Virginia, used since 1969. Um, It's... Well-recognized and often intimidated part of American, I don't even know how to say that word, of Richmond, Virginia, uh, which Richmond created, so it was created um, after winning the Virginia State Travel account in 1968. I don't know. If you want to Google it. I'm more confused. I know. I was like, this kind of makes sense, but maybe not really. All right. Google is your best friend. Thanks for joining the show, Will. Uh, Promo code Paul. Don't forget, when you sign up to GIE Plus Expo, save by Friday. Yeah, you can uh, enter to win $5,000 for that. So thank you again, Marty, back in Atlanta. We're going to toss it over to him. All righty. What a fun show today. You know, Paul's been bragging to me for weeks about all these uh, healthful foods and juices he was going to be consuming while out on tour. And I'll be honest with you, I'm not surprised at all that he's already hitting donut shops along the way. One more time, in case you missed it, you've only got until July the 24th, 2020, to get qualified for this $5,000 shopping spree at the GIE Plus Expo that you've heard Paul mention. The way to get qualified is to register. So do that now. Also save 50% on your registration when you enter the word Paul in the promo code section. That link is in the show notes. You've been listening to the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. Thanks again to Echo for powering our first annual summer road tour. Check out Echo's product line at echo-usa.com. And don't forget to smash that subscribe button to stay up to date with the newest episodes as the tour rolls on.